Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome back to this episode of Go For Two. My name is Gavin Murray, and I hope you are all doing well and staying safe. I want to start this podcast with a moment of silence for the death of George Floyd and the protests that are happening around the country. Thank you for taking that moment with me. Now into the important news around the world of football. NFL facilities have begun to open up this week as restrictions from the coronavirus continue to lessen. The NFL and Roger Goodell regret its stance on player protests during the national anthem, saying, quote, we were wrong. Former cornerback for the Cincinnati Bengals, Ken Riley, who had 65 interceptions, died at age 72. Richie Caldwell, an ex-NFL wide receiver, was killed in Tampa Bay on Saturday. He was 41. And Larry Fitzgerald writes, quote, The events of the last several days have turned Minneapolis and our nation upside down. Injustice, death, destruction, pain, violence, protests, and riots have made it clear. We as a nation are not okay. We are not healthy. Now, as I said last episode, this episode I'd be getting into a statistical study that I did for the final project of my statistics class in high school. Statistics play a tremendous role in the NFL and in sports in general. They can create expectations for a player's performance for the season, determine strengths and weaknesses in teams and individuals, and fans can use them to follow the performance of their favorite players and teams. In this project, I decided to analyze the passing statistics from the 2019 NFL season in the top 50 most relevant quarterbacks who played meaningful snaps this season. I chose this project because I am passionate about football, and as a career, I want to create strategies at the college or pro level. Understanding a player's performance and their yearly statistics is a key part of building a winning team. I wanted to know which quarterback was the most successful from the past season and where quarterbacks can grow and elevate their game to the next level. Although my project didn't have any trial error or bias, something that I did not take into consideration that I wish I did when reviewing my final results is I did not account for quarterback rushing statistics. Mobile quarterbacks are an important part of the modern-day NFL, and including rushing statistics would have helped the overall Z-scores of some quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. The population of interest of this project would be anyone who's interested in football, from fans who want to understand their quarterback's performance, or NFL executives who might be trying to improve their team's overall situation at quarterback. In this study, I took the top 50 quarterbacks from the 2019 NFL season who played these meaningful snaps and created a mean value and standard deviation for all statistical categories, as well as a Z-score for each quarterback based on those means. Now, you might be wondering, what is a mean value and standard deviation, and what's a Z-score, and why they're important? All of those terms 
are used for normalizing data, which is what makes it comparable. Without normalizing data before making a comparison, you can't accurately assess, for example, Drew Brees' performance in comparison to Tom Brady's performance. A tool to understand the spread of the data is called the normal model. Now, the normal model has some interesting properties as it is bell-shaped and the median and the mean have the same value. Now, some interesting facts about the normal model is that 68% of all data is expected to fall within one standard deviation of the mean. 95% of all data is expected to fall within two standard deviations of the mean. And 99.7% of all data is expected to fall within three standard deviations from the mean. Now that we have a general understanding of the statistical methods used when conducting the survey, I want to get into the overall average Z-score rankings of the quarterbacks. So what that means is I took all of the Z-scores calculated for each individual statistical category for each quarterback, and I averaged them to come up with an overall rankings list. So the highest rated quarterback statistically based off of passing from the 2019 NFL season was Dak Prescott with a score of 1.08. Russell Wilson was next with a Z-score of 0.918. Next was Jameis Winston with a Z-score of 0.917. Fourth I mean, yeah, excuse me, fourth was Patrick Mahomes with a Z-score of 0.83. And last was Matt Ryan with a Z-score of 0.811. Now, I know some of you might find it surprising to have quarterbacks like Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, and Matt Ryan in the top five statistical performers from the 2019 NFL season. However, all three of those quarterbacks are in a system where throwing the ball is one of the most important things. By looking at this average Z-score graph, it has left me with my most important takeaway from the study, which is a quarterback is so much more than their statistical performance. For example, Dak Prescott might have been the best passer from the 2019 NFL season, but since 2017 against winning teams, Dak is 5-9 and nine and has 23 touchdowns and 18 turnovers, and he's also been sacked 40 times. So it's important to take into context that even though he might have been the best from one season, there's other ways where a quarterback might not be as good. For example, maybe they're not as clutch or their decision-making in difficult games isn't as good. Now, however, I want to dive into my five biggest takeaways besides that a quarterback's performance is so much more than their statistics. First things first, I want to talk about Jameis Winston. I believe this study proves that he's only one step away from being a good, potentially great quarterback in this league. Jameis is clearly capable of putting up big numbers in a pass-centric offense. He was one of the leaders in attempts per game, total attempts, 
touchdowns per game, and he was the passing yards leader from this past season. His only issue right now is decision-making, which is what led him to have such a high number of interceptions. By going to New Orleans, Jameis has put himself in one of the best situations to learn and grow as a quarterback. He's going to be behind a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, and with a legendary coach like Sean Payton, he'll have the opportunity to be mentored and groomed into a great quarterback. And hopefully, if they can work on his decision-making, I believe he can be a great replacement for when Drew Brees decides to call it a day. Next, with the exception of Lamar Jackson, quarterbacks from the 2018 NFL Draft clearly had a weak sophomore season. Baker Mayfield was ranked 22nd out of 50, Josh Allen was ranked 27th out of 50. Sam Darnold was ranked 26th out of 50. And Josh Rosen was ranked dead last in my statistical study. All of them clearly had a sophomore slump of some kind and struggled in different areas. First, Baker Mayfield, who was the number one overall pick in the 2018 draft, struggled with interceptions. His touchdown to interception ratio was 22 to 21, which is almost a one to one ratio. If he learns to take care of the ball better and not throw as many interceptions, he should have a better third year. Josh Allen, on the other hand, struggled in different ways. He had one of the lowest attempts per game and yards per game, respectively, attempting 28.8 passes per game and throwing for only about 193.1 yards per game. But the area he struggled in the most was his completion percentage. Josh Allen only completed 58.8% of his attempted passes from the 2019 season. If he learns to accurately hit his targets more often, he should elevate himself into a higher tier quarterback. Furthermore, Sam Darnold didn't excel anywhere statistically, and he didn't really struggle anywhere either. Overall, from the 2019 season, he was around an average quarterback, which is not something you want to say about the third overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. He did have some issues throwing touchdowns, however, only having 19 total touchdowns to 13 total interceptions, but I believe that Sam Darnold has the highest ceiling out of the 2018 NFL quarterback class besides Lamar Jackson. If he can get some real targets around him for the in, on the Jets, and if they can build a strong offensive line to protect him, I believe Sam Darnold could actually begin to excel as a good, maybe great quarterback too. Last, but certainly not least, I want to talk about Josh Rosen. He was ranked 50th out of 50 in this statistical study, and he struggled in almost every category imaginable. Josh Rosen had one of the lowest completion percentages and one of the lowest total yards thrown because ultimately he played so poorly that he lost his starting job to Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
Now, I believe that it would be in Josh Rosen's best interests to leave Miami and to go to a situation where he can have a really great quarterback as his mentor. Making a similar move like Jameis Winston did could help him get his footing underneath him in the NFL. By learning from an all-time great or somebody who could take him under his wing and understands his game could really elevate him and turn him into a suitable quarterback in the NFL. The next large takeaway that I had from this study was that Kyler Murray is poised for a breakout year. Last season, he was 19th out of 50th in all NFL quarterbacks in my study. And he excelled in areas like completion percentage, where he had a above-average Z-score. He threw for lots of yards and was one of the leaders in attempts and completion percentage. He also faced a lot of sacks last season, too, based on his mobile style of play, but also because of the weak offensive line in Arizona. Now, I believe that with the acquisition of DeAndre Hopkins, he will have not one, but two extremely reliable targets. And I think that will do wonders for his game. The style of offense in Arizona, the air raid offense, is also something that is going to lead him to have a very high statistical performance next season. Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins together is going to be one of the most formidable duos that teams are going to have to game plan against. So if DeAndre Hopkins is covered, Larry Fitzgerald, who's had more tackles on offense than drops in his long historic career, should be open. Not to mention that they have lots of good young weapons too, like Andy Isabella, So I believe that Kyler Murray is going to have a similar performance to what Deshaun Watson had last season. My fourth major takeaway from this study is that Pittsburgh should still be searching for a franchise QB to take over after Big Ben retires. Mason Rudolph and Delvin Hodges are both not suitable in the long term. Last season, Rudolph was 36th out of 50, and Delvin Hodges was 44th out of 50 in the overall quarterback rankings based on this study. Rudolph was below average in every category, and so was Delvin Hodges. Furthermore, Hodges also threw more interceptions than touchdowns in the few games that he came in as a backup for Rudolph. Now, with Big Ben's injury history and the concerns coming off of this most recent elbow injury, it's imperative that Pittsburgh begins looking now so it's not too late so that they can have this young quarterback that they draft next year or the year after that still get some time to be mentored by a great first ballot Hall of Famer like Ben Roethlisberger. And my final takeaway is that Ryan Fitzpatrick should absolutely be the starting quarterback for Miami come week one in the 2020 NFL season. Obviously, the Dolphins have the future of their franchise already on the roster, but Ryan Fitzpatrick's statistics spoke for themselves last season. He was ranked 20th out of 50 in my study, and he he fared well in completions, attempts, 
and total yards throwing for 3,529 yards. However, he also faced a high number of sacks with 40 total sacks this past season, which is well above average. It's important with Tua's injury history to let him get 200% healthy before throwing him out on the field. Ryan Fitzpatrick can continue to carry the workload until Tua is ready, and with a season to learn the offense and the ins and outs of scouting a defense, Tua will be better prepared for starting his NFL career than if the Dolphins throw him out on the field too soon. It's similar to what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. If they let him sit out the entire season and learn and watch and understand NFL football, he'll have a longer and more successful career. Thank you all for joining me for this episode of Go For Two. I hope you enjoyed breaking down this statistical study that I did for my statistics final with me. Next episode is something that I am excited to announce as well. Two of my friends for, from high school and another longtime friend of mine will be joining me on the next episode in a roundtable discussion about our hometown team, the Philadelphia Eagles. We will be breaking down their schedule and giving our record predictions for the Eagles this year. So I hope you join us for that because we will be recording sometime this week and that should be coming out in a week from today. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and as always, Marie out.